guys, welcome to another edition of Coffee Talk Live. I'm your boy Vito Blaze, and it's time for me to talk my shit and report this week's positive news stories that I've seen in the news, man, because, you know, the news is always full of bullshit. You probably saw the news this week, and you saw the boy Donnie T about to get impeached, you know, for the second time, and then you see that Joe Biden got a whole bunch of problems that he inherited throughout the week because, you know, that boy Donnie left a mess. But we ain't here to talk about that. I want to tell you how Bernie Sanders meetings raised over $18 million for charity. That's right, that Bernie Sanders meme that y'all seeing all over the goddamn place. Guess what? That shit raised over $1.8 million for charity, man. See, Jane Ellis, the Vermont elementary teacher, you know, reported via social media that Bernie Sanders called her to let her know that this mitten frenzy has raised big bucks for a number of worthy causes. And this meme also inspired Toby King of Corpus Krusty, and he made a crocheted Sanders doll, and she made that shit to raise money for Meals and Wheels, like a crocheted doll, you know, the things that, yo, I'm in the wrong business, huh? How the fuck he make 20, over 20 G's? Over 20 G's. This guy sold this crocheted doll of Bernie Sanders for t- over 20 G's, B. He started the bid at 99 cents on eBay, and the shit ended up for 20 G's. Wow. I'm in the wrong business. I got to get out there and start crocheting. Any old lady out there crocheting and wants to take a young black intern Yo, I'm all open to learn how to crochet because this shit, I'm in the wrong hustle. Anyway, meanwhile, in Portland, Oregon, the Mike Benet has made a life-size cutout of Bernie in his iconic pose and raised over $3,000 for Meals on Wheels. Now, Jane Ellis, who gifted the mittens to Bernie, said, if you give yourself, and not just material gifts, not just your time, your goodwill, your kindness, you receive joy. It's that simple. You don't have to be rich to care. You just have to be human. And we all have so many gifts. And the world could be a better place once we give out our gifts. And that's why I be saying to all my blazes and blazes that be watching Coffee Talk on the daily. Like, yo, if you got talent, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to spread your talents or your gifts or to give when you can. Even if you don't have enough, just give, man. Just give. Meanwhile, in Miami, guess what? The Miami Heat team is able to bring basketball fans to the arena with the help of COVID-sniffing dogs. Several countries have been trained to smell. Several countries have trained dogs to smell the infamous virus. And ESPN claims these dogs have a success rate of 94%. Now, that ain't a perfect rate. So that's why the fans are still going to be subjected to isolated seat patterns. And they got to wear masks. And temperature check is going to be there. Reduce food and beverages sales. And if there's anybody allergic of dogs or afraid of dogs, then there's going to be a test available. And the fans are going to be able to get the results within 45 minutes. Now, besides all that, guess what, though? This means that 2,000 fans will be able to cheer the Heat when they play the Clippers next Monday. And that's good because the Heat need that 
the heat need that support yo shout out to my cousin prince darius you know what i'm saying pelsha out there you know what i mean i know he's gonna be trying to get up in that arena with a mask and all that yo hopefully they don't put that long ass q-tip up your nose and fuck your head up but yo pelsha shout out to you baby boy onward to my next news story guys you guys all know what happened with george floyd over last year and that that caused a crazy mess you know what i'm saying blm sprouted shit got crazy you know but there's some good news that came out of this shit you know? Kyrie Irving gave George Floyd's family a house now Kyrie joins others like little baby who threw George or uh, Gianna George Floyd's daughter daughter's name is Gianna that's crazy Kobe Bryant's daughter was named Gianna that's that's scary anyway the, like uh, Kyrie joins Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand bought the family a stock in Disney. Little Wayne's manager brought them a Benz. Kanye West donated two million dollars to this family and Brianna Taylor's family and everybody else. And there was a GoFundMe that was started that had raised two point three million dollars just for this girl can go to college if she doesn't want to take the advantage. If she doesn't want to take advantage of the full scholarship that's already been offered by Texas Southern University. Yo, the future looks real bright for Gianna Floyd. And I'm glad something real good came out of this mess, man. Because, you know, even though there's a pile of shit, you know what I'm saying? A plant can grow out of that shit. Because, you know, a shit to a plant is actually fertilizing. Plant grows off of that. So be at plant. And it reminds me of this coffee talk that I was just spitting the other day. I spit. If you guys don't know about coffee talk, coffee talk is a podcast which you can find on iTunes and Spotify, wherever these podcasts be at. You can find them there. That's what coffee talk live be at. And in one coffee talk, I was saying that we create the world. We create the world, like the way we choose to see the world is the world we create to view. And I got led to that because I heard a quote. I heard a quote and it hit me hard. It says, you are not what you do. You are how you do it. Let me say that again. I said, you ain't what you do. You are how you do it. I'm saying and it made me think like yo this ain't my life it's how i'm living it you feel what i'm saying because the world is fucked up it's filled with suckers heartbreakers fuck boys fuck girls snakes pigs rats i ain't even talking about animals and if you have your eyes on these motherfuckers all day in bad situation all day then i'm sure you you view a shitty world but if you think this world is filled with problems and suckers and that's a problem which is a problem for you and it's leaving you discouraged i'm here to tell you that ain't the problem matter of fact i'm gonna quote a favorite movie of mine the problem is choice so what the fuck are you choosing to see because if you choose to see these suckers and all that bullshit then the world yeah the world is a shitty world but choose to see the good choose to see the positive man you see i just found some good stuff even though all this week there were some bad stories you, you you know what I'm saying? I just delivered some good stories to you, son. There's some so good in this world, man. Now, speaking of movie, man, my next get my guest today, I'm happy to have a board. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, she co-hosts Movie Trivia Nights Thursday with Claudio Capri. She's part of the Dirty Four podcast with my homie P. Bones, Joey LaFlame, Claudio Capri again. And I think she's still doing this Salad Tosses podcast on Twitch. I don't know. She'll give you an update on that shit real soon. Oh, shit. I see her shaking her head. No, looks like I fucked up. But it's all good. We fuck up and we keep it pushing. That's what we do in Coffee Talk. Guys, let me... Introduce my guest. Guys, give it up for Miss Victoria Blair. Hello. <laughs> oh, this is so smooth. No, salad tossers is not happening anymore. It was a, a vegan podcast. It's not about salad tossing. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to, I forgot. To, I should have said that. I should have. I should have mentioned that this podcast is also about was about vegan. Yeah, I kind of fucked up. You remind me of the time when Joey came on the show. And I was like, yeah, he's part of Los Tabonacas. Unfortunately, I'm like, ah, damn, I got to I gotta really do my research. Just when you think you do your research on these people, you know, they come yeah. back. Well, anyway, it's because you're so positive. You ignore the drama. You don't know what's going on with the drama. Right, right. I'd be no, I, yeah, I'd be like, oh, fuck. I'd be like, oh, shit, there was drama there? Oh, I didn't even notice. I was like, <laughs> It's not in my algorithm. I don't see yeah, that's it. That's it. Drama ain't in my algorithm. I'm like, yo, what? That's a fucking shirt, Victoria. You gotta write this down. That's why I fucks with you, yo. Yo, I'm glad to have you on the show. Last time we had a great conversation on Victoria Shoots the Priest. Um, yeah. um, and um, I had you on Coffee Talk last season one. Now you're back for season two. And um, everybody know you probably, you know, you got some fans because, you know, a, a lot of people, they seen you on the 34 podcast and people be like, yo, what the hell is 34? I don't, I don't understand. What's what's 34? What are they talking about? So please, Victoria, uh, you know, for the people that's watching and people mm -hmm. listening, what is the 34? So it's it's me and Claudio Capri, Peter Bowen, Joey Laflamme. We're just very crass, very vulgar, very dumb um, comedians, and we talk for two hours. We have guests on. It's fun. It's a uh, you know, from, yeah, Canada. Your, it's a leave your brain at the door type of thing. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Like it's you got you do got to leave your brain at the door. <laughs> You gotta leave your brain at the door and make sure you take a nap if you're watching this shit live. Like, <laughs> are you talking? Because when we had Gabo Massey, took a nap in the middle of the. Yo, he took a nap. He took a nap. Like, no, but when he took the nap, like I felt him because I was like, "Yo, I gotta take a nap too." Like, yeah, bro, we going deep in. My man, Obash just tricked him, and then I felt him when he popped a beer too. He, he grabbed a beer. He had his bird doing all. I'm like, yo, he really got that bird train. Nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> always surprising me on what on how you do with the bird. So yeah, the 34 podcast is a podcast where mm -hmm. a lot of crazy shit be going on. And yeah. you're around. not one. You're doing this not with one, not two guys, but uh you it's you and three other guys, and then a, a guest might come on, and like, you know, that's another guy, so then all of a sudden, you're on a podcast for the dudes. I just want to know, how the hell did you end up in the 34 podcast? 
<laughs> I'm not sure what happened is we had like a writing group during the first lockdown in Montreal and we would meet Peter and I and Joey and Claudio and at some point I think it was Joey that was like we should do a podcast people would probably be interested in hearing what we have to say which is how all podcasts are and um right. yeah so it started Like that. It, all, it always starts with that. Um, uh, you know, I try to people like when I come out, so I keep it going, keep it yeah. going, keep talking. Like the one thing that I remember I, that, that kind of helped me start the podcast too was um, when somebody was telling me like, oh, Vance, like, um, yeah, you do talk a lot. Because I had, a, I was thinking, man, do I talk a lot? And then my, one lady was like, yeah, yeah, you, you talk a lot. And I was like, oh, wow. All right. <laughs> And then, she, but she said, she said this to me. She's like, no, but listen though, what you say is interesting. So keep That's talking. True. So I was like, oh, all right. It's like it's not like you talk a lot and you saying you're not saying interesting things. It's like yeah. they're talking to people. People are still in tune. Like that. So don't think you talk a lot like a bad sense. I'm like, all right. So I'm gonna keep talking my shit until I got white things coming out on now. And dryness and chat lips like usual, like usual. You know that's what I said. So you guys started this off a, a writing session. Yeah. A writing. Yeah, session. and and then we thought that it would be a good podcast, and then we streamed it on uh, Claudio's YouTube because he wanted more viewing time on his uh, YouTube channel. Okay. That he was starting. I don't know if you, if anyone watching wants to check out uh, Claudio's YouTube channel. He has a lot of little shorts that he does. Yeah. Okay. And those okay. are those are interesting. Uh there's one of him like just eating a toast. I don't know. <laughs> it's, a, it's an artistic piece. It know? really yeah. is. It really is. I like it. If it's just him I gotta see that because I'm a big fan of toast. I'm a big <laughs> fan of toast. And if my boy Claudio's eating toast and this shit, you know, with his artistic view, I would like to check that. That sounds very interesting to me, man. That's a, it looks like he's taking his dreams all the way with that yeah. toast ball. I Claudia's feel you. working really hard. This is, He's doing so it. That, He's doing it. So that's how you ended up with the 34, huh? Through writing sessions and then next thing you know, the shit turned it into a, a podcast, which is mm -hmm. a good dream to have. You know, I got the dream. I got the dream. But let me ask you, what's your, what is your biggest dream that you have right now? What's your biggest dream that you wish to fulfill? And if you say Getting married and having kids, we ending this shit right now. Son. That's not a dream. That's just something you do. I don't understand how that can be a goal. <laughs> yo, I, I've, I've heard, I remember some girls listening to some girls going up, yo, then that'll be their goal. Just to have the kids and have married. I'll be looking at them like, okay, you go ahead. You go do that. You go. I don't know. Being, I guess. I guess I would really like to, um, I don't know, it's complicated. I feel like dreams are scary, you know? I know, right? But it's you gotta dream big. Keep dreaming, dream big, yo. Dream big. Don't, don't be scared of your dreams. I feel like I would really like to um, take the comedy career. The, the best that could happen, I think, would be if I were to tour in the UK. Mm. That would be my favorite Thing to happen to me ever like i would burst into confetti if that happened you know like if i managed to pull that off that would be amazing and um or like have my own comedy club that would be fun too i think okay like when you mean the uk you mean the whole uk like 
Yeah, even Scotland Australia. and everything. Even Australia too. That's not in the UK. It's like a commonwealth of the UK. It's like uh, it's like the UK's Hawaii. Or some shit. It's like no, the commonwealth. <laughs> Uh, our commonwealth is, uh, I think it's fucking Puerto Rico or some shit like that. No. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, the U.S. commonwealth. Yeah, the U.S. Puerto Yeah, the U.S. commonwealth is Puerto Rico. So, yeah, the U- England's uh, Puerto Rico would be Australia. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I guess, yeah, Australia can be in that as well. I know people from Australia, too. As soon as you get there, I'll link you up. I know a big comedian. Shout out to Mr. Joe White. You know what I mean? He he He's a... He's a big time comedian out <laughs> in person and Melbourne. Like I'm in a WhatsApp group with Australian people, so like my Australian knowledge has been is is up there a little bit. It's been increasing. So yeah, like do you have a place specifically in the UK? Uh, no. I would really like to do the Edinburgh Festival. Yes, I was about to ask you about that Edinburgh. Festival. I would really love to do that. Did you ever go? Nah, I was actually I wanted to do it this year or or last year. Like I was yeah. like I, last year was the year I was going to save up and uh to go or try to at least go and then 20 and 2021 was going to be the year where, you know, where it goes down or this was going to be my second time at the festival, you know, like but 2020 was a year of like my head was on the festival. How'd you yeah. hear about the festival? You're. Uh, so the thing is, like, uh, so the the last push that I got to start stand up comedy was like an interview of a comedian that I like at an Edinburgh festival, mm. and he was he was saying how like amazing it is and stuff and how much he likes it. And I was like, oh, one day I wanna I wanna be there. And then he talked about how we got into stand up comedy, and then I'm like, oh, maybe I should st- I, I should try it. So I called the nest and uh, yeah. Did he did he also describe how Edinburgh was like the summer camp for comedians? Yeah, yeah. I was saying it's crazy there. Like you just you just you just you just go all the time, right? Like yeah, twenty four hours almost. Yeah, I got really I got really like um, inspired to really go after after um, Gabe and uh, Jason uh, Chalene. You know, it's not even selling. It's Chalene. <laughs> but he won't correct it. He, he's not. A, that's what's good about Jay. He's not that dude that's like, hey, correct my, you know, make sure you correct my last name. Like for a whole two years. I, I probably to this day, probably people would be like, yo, Jason Seller, Jason Seller. The boy came up to me one day like, yo, is that Chalene? Chalene. I was Chalene. like, yo, like my mind got blown. Like what? <laughs> You let me call you selling this whole fucking time. And then he's How like, long have you known him? Like- yeah, and then after, yo, once he said that to me, I gave mad respect for the boy because I'm like, yo, see, he ain't one of them dicks out there that's like, like even though like he performed, he ain't one of them guys that's like, hey, make sure you, you say my name right when you introduce me. You know what I'm saying? Mad humble motherfucker. Shout out to Jason Sullivan. Make sure you watch the Friendship Pod mm-hmm. Hour Podcast. That's my man, but Yo, but now, through interviews, I'm saying like you you've seen interviews. I seen you doing some Zoom shows. Yeah, uh, you 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 killed it. At, I feel like you. That, I was actually proud of you at the world's smallest open mic showcase that I booked you on. And okay. then you came through. I, I I knew when I booked you. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew when I booked you, you about to surprise motherfuckers. 
because they ain't know they ain't, they ain't know the hustle you've been doing. You know, what I'm saying? they they don't know that you've been doing Zoom shows. Like you know, what I'm saying you you you. I don't know. Zoom shows are something that you do. I seen you host a Zoom show with a motherfucker who's not even Mon- in Montreal. Like he was yeah. in another state. And in Calgary. Yeah. Yeah. You co-hosted that shit yeah. with him. Like how many Zoom shows before I ask you, how many Zoom shows you've done that can you count? Uh, no, because I do like the workshop twice a week. Uh, and then like once in a while, if I get invited to a Zoom show, I'll go. So okay. like a lot. Not as much as I would do if it was like live stand up, but still. Yeah, I understand. I understand. And then you know what the thing about the Zoom shows is that you know it's it's kind of hard because you know for for a lot of stand up comedians right now it's kind of hard to adapt to like yeah. damn that's where the action's at right now those little <laughs> Zoom shows where you know where 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 bombing from your couch or bombing from your bed ain't. Ain't, ain't a good feeling. It's not a good feeling, but you keep it pushing, you keep it doing, and do you have any tips for anybody out there who wants to do Zoom shows or who's been doing Zoom shows? Because I um, see... I would say, like, use the space of the camera, you know? You can, like, go forward and back. You can do, like, a character. You can have masks. You can... Because it's a little space, right? So anything can happen outside of it. That's right. So I think you can use that. That's something you can't do on stage, actually, and it's really interesting. Um, yeah. And then and I would say, don't forget to record yourself. I now okay. So so you can learn from your recordings, of course. It's like stand up. Yeah. Wow, I, I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think of that. That's that's something I just learned before. I just learned something new too. Wow. Record, you know how to record yourself. You know. Yeah, no, but it didn't hit me about on Zoom shows. Like now that Zoom mm-hmm. shows, I'm like, oh shit! Of course, record yourself. Still, like you yeah. know, I just that part just left me. Like, oh shit, I should there's record. A, there's a girl on Instagram. She like records herself every time she does a Zoom show, and mm-hmm. she posts it. And I I haven't been doing that, and I feel like I should. Because it's not like you're burning your material. Because I don't have that many followers, anyways. Right. <laughs> right. But mm-hmm. I think like you rewatch it and you just have a log there of like all of the stuff you did. I don't know. I'm kind of in a slump right now. Mm. You know? No, but it, you just keep pushing. You get out the slump. I mean, you as long as you stay in the water, because that's what you're doing. You stay. I mean, you staying in the water still. Like the waves ain't picked up. At least you're just chilling there, just like oh, <laughs> you know. In yeah. the water, waiting for the next wave to pick you, and you could just ride. But don't get out the water, though. That's what I'm telling. Don't get out the water, and then come back in thinking you're gonna be able to ride a wave. And a lot true. of comedians be doing that. They get out the water, come back, and then they be like, "Yo, what? How come though? How come I can't catch a wave? Like, yo, hmm. because your ass was out the water for mad long, homie. Stay in this water. <laughs> yeah, you know when you. When you left, the water was like at this temperature and the waves was over there. Now you back in the water, different temperature. The waves is over here. You know what I'm saying? Catch, catch up, homie. You know what I'm saying? Catch yeah. the fuck up. Now you make your waves. Now you you in the water still. You you got the little podcast over there. You do the movie trivia night with Claudio. Yeah. I do that for fun. Uh I don't know if I'm getting that much traction out of it, but it makes me feel good to do it. So I'm like, what the hell? 
I have been watching those. Yeah, I know. I, I saw you on there sometimes, and you vote. I, I have fun watching that. I just sometimes when I watch, I watch, and then if it's a movie like I was there for the Harry Potter one, I'm 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 mad. I missed the Matrix one because I had to do another podcast during oh, that time. Okay. Yeah, and I, I came in late, and then after that, but and then the last one was the Guy Ritchie, and I'm like, mm-hmm. God damn, the only Guy Ritchie movie I seen was um. I think it was uh uh that movie uh shoot 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 shoot, shoot uh train spotting and that was like that's long. not guy Ritchie. that's not guy Ritchie? then i never <laughs> seen a guy Ritchie movie your name of <laughs> guy Ritchie movies real quick it's like snatch right or um uh, the gentleman that came out not long ago like he has these things where he just he cuts the scenes like really quickly and he shows like shots of like what the person's writing or like even sometimes he draws on the like he'll circle around a person's face on the screen and then like write stuff on the side uh, he has that type of like energy and it's like guy movies like all the characters are men it's like a guy plot it's like men things are happening they're shooting at each other it's like very complicated um Ocean's Eleven type of thing, even though it's not. Ocean's Eleven is not a Guy Ritchie film, okay. and it's very British, like very British. Yeah. All right. <laughs> now, well, I I know what you're talking about. I remember seeing Snatch with yeah. Brad with Brad Pitt. I remember seeing that movie, and it was dope. But I haven't seen that movie in a wild time. Like, what movie though have you seen recently? Wowed you? Like, what made you think, uh, it's a good movie? I saw a white tiger last week. That's like a movie that's uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's for, it's it's about a guy in India and he wants to become a servant. So like in India there's a lot of servants, like rich people will have someone do everything for them. They don't have to do anything. And this guy he lives in a slum, he wants to become a servant. He becomes a servant and then he realizes that like maybe that's not that's not fair the way that India has like a caste system and everything. It's really interesting. It's a good movie. It's a psychological thriller type of thing. It's really stressful. I mean, yeah, to watch two hours to be like, hey, you're you're living free, but you're poor. But then after that, he'd rather be rich, but be enslaved. And then after that, he finds out not being enslaved is not what's good. To see two hours of how this guy actually realizes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's true it's very slow paced because I, I I could have told him from the beginning you know I could have walked yeah. up to him and been like hey this is not cool yeah it's like yo 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 bro you wanna your dream is to work for enough to serve another dude you might have to watch his ball <laughs> this is your dream <laughs> you uh, might have to take like you might have to change diapers like yeah. His is like if it's an old dude that you gotta be serving for, you might have to change his diet. This is your dream just because yeah. they live in a nice spot. Yeah, I don't think so, son. You gotta, I, I don't know. White Tiger, though, that's crazy. I don't know, but I get inspired by movies. I know we did talk about this before. You don't get inspired by movies and shit like that. I got it, got inspired. It's just because I feel like sometimes my walls are up. I'm having a bad time. I put my walls up. Nothing gets through, you know? So I'm like, I don't get inspired by movies. I don't give a shit about anything. But I'm be- I'm doing better now. <laughs> so you couldn't, feel, you couldn't feel sympathy for this Indian motherfucker who's going through it. 
You know what well, I'm saying? You now, listen. yes. I feel sympathy, yes. Oh, now I'm you good. do. <laughs> now I'm good. My walls are down. I'm okay. <laughs> I cried at the end. Everything. I'm good. <laughs> you cried at the end? Oh, son, that's crazy. Oh, shit, yo. Speaking of... Uh, yo, how many movies make you cry, though? Like A lot. If my walls are down, I'll just cry. Like There's an emotional moment I'm going to cry. Oh, shit. I think, you know, one movie recently that surprised me. I was like, oh, shit, why am I crying? Why am I crying? Why am I crying? <laughs> yo, 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 son. I realized, I realized that, yo, when, I don't know if you've seen, I read the book, too. I read the book, and when I was young, I seen the old movie, The Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. You cried? You you know about that story? Yeah. Charlie I yeah, haven't, I haven't seen the old movie. I saw the new one with Johnny Depp. Depp. Um, yeah, yeah. So I seen the one with Johnny Depp for the first time. And then I'm like, damn, yo, they always get this scene. This scene, even in the book, the old movie, this scene always gets me. Yo, when Charlie gets <laughs> golden tickets, son, yo. Yo. <laughs> Yo, it's oh. right at the beginning. Like, no, no, no. When Charlie gets that golden ticket, yo, yo, son. Oh man, you don't understand, B. I be, I be like, yo, every time, every time. It's either I read it. I was like, shit. They even got this scene. Got me, cause I remember in the old movie that shit had me. That shit got me. But in the new movie, I'm seeing a couple of things that they, they stuck true, true to too. That like, like Veruca Salt. Like all the characters, and that's why I'm like I'm liking this movie, like because I like the book. I don't they can't tell me nothing about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like the book. I like that story. I eat gobstoppers anytime. Like in uh, I was buying Willy Wonka candy. Like you know, Willy Wonka. There's actually Willy Wonka candy in the U.S. So oh, I will really? buy. Yeah, the if you seen Nerds, you right. ever seen Nerds? Like that candy, Nerds. That's made by Wonka, Wonka Candy Factory. There's a couple, the Gobstoppers, there's Gobstoppers in the States and all that shit. They don't look like the ones in the movies, but there's everlasting Gobstoppers out there and all this shit. And I was just, oh, back to what I'll say. What movie can you watch all day? Like a one movie that I could watch over and over again? All day. Like, like one movie on repeat all day. I'll be like, on repeat. Mm-hmm. No, no. When? I'm. I'm. I could watch Super Bad all day. Super Bad is really good. Yeah, that's a good movie. I could watch Black Dynamite all day. I haven't seen Black Dynamite. Exactly. Not a lot of people seen Black Dynamite. You need to see Black Dynamite. Okay. It's a. It's a. It's a black. One of those black exploitation films, but it's a parody of it. And okay. this movie. Yo, this movie is like it's not it's it's just filled with black actors that it's done in that time and it's a kind of like a parody of this guy and black dynamite. He's like a kung fu dude, afro. Yo, this this movie, look it up. It's it probably looks stupid to you, but this movie is a class to be. I watch this movie all day. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much funny shit in this shit. I'm like, wow, this thing is crazy. That Dumb and Dumber. I think I could watch Dumb and Dumber all day too. Dumb and all day? Yeah. Oh, 
I can't the cringy parts. I don't like cringe stuff. It yeah. it makes me it makes me anxious. Like I can't handle it. I think that's why I can watch it all day. I think it's because you... of those parts. And there's a part where, where that chick gets a snowball in the face. Yo, I die every fucking time. <laughs> Yo, when she gets that snowball, because the way she hits her face and the way she just, oh. Like, <laughs> like her reaction after she looks scared and like offended like what the hell's happening yo i remember when i first saw this movie me and my boy my boy uh bill and then we watched this movie for the first time and we re i think we must have repeated that part about 10 15 20 times <laughs> and, and, and then to this day i will watch that part like yo this shit was <laughs> <laughs> that part right there is crazy son. so you got no movie that you'll watch all day I can't think of any right now. Like, no. Mm. All right. I'm Go sorry. Watch I'm Go more watch. of a TV. It's weird, but I'm more of a TV show person. <laughs> oh, so what? WandaVision? No, I haven't seen WandaVision. I'm watching Buffy right now. It's really good. <laughs> I like Buffy. What? I like Buffy, too. I like Buffy, too. <laughs> I like Buffy, too. I go a lot. That was my shit. I remember you guys. What you guys were arguing on that Buffy and Angel shit? Yeah. On, uh, before, and I was like, Angel. "Yeah, I'm Buffy." You know what I'm saying? I was watching Angel too, but people gotta remember Angel's a spinoff of Buffy. Like Angel mm -hmm. wouldn't have worked if there wasn't no Buffy. Mm -hmm. I mean, damn. And they, I remember they was trying to give Spike a show. I was like, "Nah, chill. They, they relax. Don't give Spike a show." Spike is amazing, but he's good as a as a secondary character. I don't think he'd be good as the main character. I was fucking with Spike when he was trying to kill Buffy. But I I wasn't fuck I don't know if you're watching it later now. I don't know if you in the later seasons, because yeah. I don't want to spoil it for you now. Yeah. No, 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 you I know. He get he becomes like different, but uh I still like him. Love with Buffy, son. He's like, yo, once Angel leaves the town and shit. He thinks he could step up and be that vampire motherfucker that that can like, get the fuck out of here, Spike. Wax. Like, I, I like it because he bettered himself. Like he he was really like uh he was violent towards Buffy at some point because he became like possessive or whatever, and then he realized that he was being a piece of shit, so he went and got a soul. Yeah, fuck this guy, man. Fuck his <laughs> Yo, this is coffee talk. We gotta say, yo, matter of fact, we gotta say, hey, man, that's I'm glad that he got a soul, man. A beautiful, you, you ain't beautiful without a soul, man. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of beautiful, I'm glad that we had the more beautiful Victoria Blair on the show. And before I let you go, Blair, do you have anything to say? Do you have anything to plug, push? Tell them about it. Tell them where to follow you. Where do I have to push? Follow me on Instagram at Victoria for days. Um, and this Sunday, uh, find me on the Dirty Four. We're having Vance over. Oh, so that's gonna be really fun. <laughs> it's gonna be really fun. Oh, snap. I'm in the box. I'm in the box. And I'm out the box. In the box. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you shared that tip. And that's a good, important tip that people need to start using the frame when they're in the Zoom box, in the Zoom show. I, I heard that from the a joke doctor. Called uh, Corey, Corey, ugh. Jerry Corley, Jerry, Jerry Corley. Corley. 
Yeah, Jerry Corey. He's the joke doctor. He says the same shit too. You should check him out, Jerry Corey. Yeah. I've been thinking about taking like a class or something to get out oh, of my slump. Nah. What? But I'm in a slump. <laughs> yo, my yo. pacing is horrible. The way I say my jokes is not even a joke anymore. It's just You're a not, monologue. You don't need a yo, 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 yo. Here's the deal. Here's what? the deal. You see the guy I just dropped? YouTube yeah. this motherfucker, okay? This guy got videos on videos. You don't need to go to school. He'll tell you to go. He'll tell you to come to his school. Like, he'll try to sell out his classes. But yeah. this guy gives so much free information right mm -hmm. now. It's good. And plus, yo, you like, he's a necessity. Trust me. Like, this guy helped comedians to this day with how to structure their shit. This guy wrote okay. Chris Rock. So, like. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, he's called the he's called the joke doctor Jerry Court. Look him up, son. I'm telling I you, I love yo. Chris Rock so much. So, yo, look, look. Oh, you need to look at this guy because actually he'll tell you how to write a joke like Chris Rock, and then you yeah. watch the video. That's how I found him because I was like, I was like, I'm, I wanted some help, like writing out jokes and how to even write jokes and what are jokes? What makes people laugh? Like all this stuff. Yeah. Like, yo, son, and he'll tell you. He'll tell you the formula or what makes me. He'll show you like there's um um you know the the scientific like this shit. You do this shit automatically. It makes people laugh. Like there's oh. twelve yeah there's twelve automatic factors of laughter. Like you do yeah. this, of course people gonna laugh. If you say a double entendre, of course people gonna laugh. If you rhyme in a certain joke, of course people mm. gonna laugh. If you pause. Before you do, uh, then that anticipates the part. Like he told you the little trick, yo, son. Go watch that shit, and you see where the boy gets it from. Like, like most of his things. I'm telling you, <laughs> go holler at this. I mean, like, yo, go holler at him. All right, anyway, I'm plugging this guy too damn much. He doesn't even pay. <laughs> Maybe you should come on on the show. You know, if he's I, listening, get yo, a chance. I, I probably try to get him on on a coffee talk. Maybe one time. Anyway, all right, yo. Anything else you want to? I think that's it. You can you can find the group Victoria and Claudio's Movie Trivia Night uh, on Facebook, and we give away uh, magnets to winners, and we talk about movies, and it's fun. It's a good time. We're gonna right. be doing Black History Month next month, so we're gonna be exploring. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's the movie in Black History Month? Y'all go see. So we're gonna like go with directors. We're gonna start with Ava DuVernay actually, because she's Ava. like. She does a lot of documentaries. So. Oh. She did like Selma and 13th. It's pretty heavy, but. Oh, yeah, she did Selma? Yeah. Selma was heavy. Oh, <laughs> all right, yo. I mean, let me know when you do Black Dynamite, okay? Black yeah. Dynamite. Go watch Black Dynamite. Let me know when you do Black Dynamite. All right? Yeah, I'll, I'll be front and center for Black Dynamite and Super Bad. All right. Yeah, yo, that should start doing the fucking uh yeah, did y'all touch that? The the who does that movie? The the guy there. What's his name? Apt out yeah. movies. Y'all gonna do that? Oh yeah, we should do the Judd Apatow. Right. We haven't done it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Let, yeah. Get to it, okay? Let me know. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Guys, thank you for having Thanks for being on my show, Victoria B. And uh, I'll see you around the way. I'll see you tomorrow for 34, guys. See on the 34 podcast tomorrow, Sunday, 8.30 p.m. All right, Vicky. I'll see you when I see you.
Bye, guys. Bye. All right, that's our homegirl, Victoria Blair. And this has been Coffee Talk Live, man. Guys, please, if you guys in, if you're just in tune right now and you want to catch the rest of this episode, then please follow Coffee Talk with Vito Blaze on iTunes and Spotify, wherever the fuck podcast can be found these days. And please like the Facebook page, Coffee Talk, and follow us on Coffee Talk at Coffee Talk. And that's all your boy got to say for today. I'll let your boy. Peace. Yo, what type of coffee is this? Oh, no, me and you, we got to talk, my man. If you want to hear more Coffee Talk, then please follow Coffee Talk with Vito Blaze on Spotify and iTunes. And if you want to see more Coffee Talk, then please follow Vance Michelle on YouTube.